0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to another exciting edition of Church Beats. What's up?
1: Hey, there. you hear
0: that new voice? I'm gonna introduce that new voice shortly. Church Beats is where we share our insights on things that are happening within the church and we share some curated beats. Hopefully, you guys enjoy those. Uh, Lee Fields, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, what's up? I'm good, man. We've got a friend and special guest in the house with us today. Allie Swaney. Hey.
1: hey, guys. How's it going?
0: Allie, good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Excited to be here.
0: Allie,
2: what do you do at Bayside?
1: Well, that's a great question.
2: Great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's about
1: the only answer I can get
0: to. <laughs> okay, nope. but really. Okay. okay, but really, what do you oh, do? Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, what I really do is I, I manage some projects for one of our senior pastors, Andrew McCourt, yep. including some multi-site expansion strategy Fundraising, capital campaign.
2: Sweet, and you have a business background.
1: Have a little bit of business background. You worked
0: yeah. in a small company.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It was Low a retail.
2: red logo with a circle and a dot.
0: Cute little dog. Occasionally, they, yeah. Depending yeah. What they that. call it Target. Target. Yeah. Target. Yeah. 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 Bullseye. Well, Ali, awesome. it's great to have you on this session with us. So thanks for being here.
2: Yeah. Wait, just did you like? Join. You didn't just like uh work the cash register, though. No, sometimes. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: You're a corporate.
1: You got to be well rounded. You do. <laughs>
2: That no, you true. you ran a store, is that right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So you're legit.
1: Thank you for qualify, qualifying my experience. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's like,
2: yeah, I I work at Starbucks. Oh, you're Howard Schultz. Yeah, That's I different. wouldn't That's go. A bit that different. was the wrong metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm cool. not Howard Schultz, to be clear. That's awesome. But we
0: get where you were going. Okay,
2: so you work here now, and so here's what we here need now. you to do. As CJ and I talk about things, we act like we know what we're talking about. Just correct
1: us. Mm. I'll be the Good. fact checker. Okay. Fact
0: checker. Sweet. Here comes the fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that song? You don't. I don't remember. I, I don't know oh, that one. Sorry. Are you a millennial? Just I would, out of curiosity. Yeah, a you are considered okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'm writing that. Our in last
0: episode, we yeah. talked all about millennials. Leslie so. was
2: out of town, so we found another, another resident millennial. millennial.
0: There you go. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Glad to join.
0: Yeah. Represent. So Lee, why don't you kick us off? What are we talking about today?
2: Uh, we're talking about Nike and Adidas.
1: Woo!
2: And the competition. (laughs)
1: That's good. That's good.
2: That's good. And all that implies when I say that. Nike versus Adidas. Maybe we should say that. Okay,
0: wait. You're kind of a sneakerhead, right? Uh, I'm like... You're recovering. Recovering.
2: I'm on like step seven.
0: So let me tell you guys a quick story about sneakers. I'm ready. As a way for my... My dad was trying to motivate me while I was playing football in like sixth grade. Yeah. He said for every touchdown I'd score... He would give me a pair of new Jordans every touchdown. Every touchdown, dude, I'd have been Reggie Bush out there, bro. I had seven touchdowns like by the half of the season.
2: He bought you seven. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing.
0: Yeah, but they were like the ones today. Like, yeah, they first, didn't
2: ha- you couldn't go find seven. No, I know.
0: I couldn't. There's no way I could find the ones that I had. Yeah, but you know, by the time I was done with them, there was like holes, in them, holes in them, and holes and toes because of out. all the touchdowns. But if, <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> but in <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the '90s though, if you were to go out. And try and find seven different pair of Jordans. That's difficult. It is. They only released – he only released one pair a year. Right. And there were, like, the original color, an all-star version, a playoff color. It wasn't like it is now where, like, every three weeks there's a new LeBron and –
0: no, no, no! I'm I'm saying I remember. Way it was too light. much. And you've absolutely now. proven, proven you're a sneakerhead. You're qualified <laughs> to speak on this topic. That's yeah. for sure. No, but it was like I'd have like the black and red versions of yeah, the yeah, one yeah. shoe, and then there's like yeah. a blue and white or something like. Yeah, yeah I know what the secret
2: names of those colors probably, are. I'm yeah, not gonna say Really, though. I'm yeah. not surprised.
0: But names. it's 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 actually surprising to me that a brand like Adidas, back in back in the day, Adidas yeah. was like. You had the shell-toed shoes that yep. Run DMC wore. Yep, like definitely not on the same level. No, like Nike. That maybe, was about maybe it. still not on the same level. And like the preppy kids would
2: wear like the running shoes. Maybe. Right. Like the Oswegos. Remember anybody? Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know about you. That sounds. I had funny. a pair of original Oswego ones. Okay,
0: on. yeah, that's good though. It's good enough. Oh my gosh. So much has changed though. The, yeah. I mean, it has. at least from an influence standpoint. I mean, you could totally. always argue Nike's a behemoth.
2: Yep, right. We just read on uh, an article on Fortune from August of last year about this, and the title of the uh, article was, "Why is Adidas outperforming Nike?" Hmm.
0: That's pretty crazy. It is crazy.
2: But Nike's still doing almost four billion dollars yeah, a I mean, year in sales. Massive. Yeah, yeah, Adidas has not even hit a billion yet. Okay. But perception is, oh, dude, Adidas is crushing Nike right now. Right. Why?
0: fascinating i mean i think there's a lot of things i think adidas has definitely done a good job tapping into culture Mm. into that stream a bunch and that you know with the use of new media and stuff like that's only amplified yeah just what's happening there i think if you look at like there's an app i have now called goat i don't know if you've heard of goat you're smiling well i don't know what you're talking about you know okay so goat Goat's like a huge, an app that, that's like part of a huge reseller market.
2: Goat is helping me f-
0: kick the habit. It is? I'm selling them, dude. Okay, you're selling them. So that's, this, that's, a, that's probably, the recovering You know part what?
2: Of you. We didn't talk about this in the pre show, but this is probably uh, more proof that Adidas is outperforming Nike.
0: Okay, keep going. Because I'm selling all my Jays And?
2: And I'm not necessarily buying Adidas, but the reason why I'm selling them all is because all the resale value is going away. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that's one thing is that it's rare that in the resale market, Adidas has shoes that are either like the number two or number one position in yeah. many cases. And that's partly because I think they've, they've managed like more supply over or they've had less supply for yeah. all the demand. They've kind right. of figured that whole thing out. Totally. Uh, But I think that's probably one reason why they're winning. There's so much, like, uh, scarcity around those shoes.
2: It's flipped a bit. So, like, uh, even two, three years ago, it was really hard to get uh, certain Jordan re-releases. Okay. And last week, I got a notification popped up on my phone from the Nike app. We've reserved a pair of Jordan 8s for you. And I'm like, what? Like, I can just reserve them right now, right. guaranteed, on the Nike app. Mm. If I want to try and get a, a new pair of NMDs or Ultra Boost, that's really difficult. Yeah. You can't do that exactly. right now.
1: So do you feel like you're more likely to buy something that you're less likely to be able to buy?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's all the about value. scarcity. It's like, check me out. Look what I got. It was. It's not about, with at least Jordans, like some of those old shoes in the 90s, guys are not comfortable. I'm wearing a pair of Pippins right now. Ninety-six <laughs> Pippins. I did keep these. They're really not that comfy,
0: dude. I'm wearing some Carl Malone's L.A. gears. They're <laughs> really, they're really not comfortable.
2: Um. So. Uh, so yeah. Uh, it's all about scarcity, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the fake market. I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like, you see way more people with fake Adidas shoes, fake Yeezys than you do with fake Jordans. Mm. But people don't realize either that the fake shoe market was bad with Nike and Jordans three, four,
0: five, six years ago. Same thing.
2: Like yeah. even celebrities getting busted on right. Instagram for wearing like fake Jays. Yeah, yeah.
0: dude. Even the fakes are could be a couple hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Fake shoes, two hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> yeah, I and mean they, they're worth like eight dollars.
0: Right. <laughs> you know what? I think though one of the one of the things I I want to get your take, Ali, on this. Like I feel like one of the things that this whole thing can teach you at least I I feel like at least Adidas has been collaborating yeah. with with a lot of different people which Nike has done too like the whole <laughs> yeah, endorsing obviously. shoes yeah. with Jordan and LeBron like that's cool but those are all athletes they're all athletes so like I, I think that they've done Adidas is like uh, collaborating with Pharrell right right there's like all these creative yep. collaborations that I think bring new life yeah. Into stuff, and I think organizations have a lot that they can learn from yeah. well, collaborating uh, with people.
2: Stella McCartney has her own yeah, shoe. exactly.
0: Now. Who's? Yeah, what? What brand is that? It's Adidas. It is. Yeah. Wow.
1: You really know your stuff,
0: dude. You, you really are <laughs> a sneakerhead. <I> gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: recovering. It's That's really valuable like in this context. It's so. just a hobby, honestly. Like it, people are like, "Why are you so into shoes?" Or it, I think it's just a hobby, like anything else. Right. You know, it's just sure. something I'm into.
0: Some people love guns. Used to be. You love shoes. I'm
2: transitioning to hunting. I was talking like, about guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guns. You like guns, so yeah. I actually I'm going to start hunting more and less shoes. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. It's I mean, good. That has
2: nothing to do with this episode. No.
1: Did you mean to employ hunting though? That was your. Was it a pun on purpose? No. Oh, okay.
0: Hunting for shoes. Okay. Oh, got it. Guns. Got it. Okay. Hunting for shoes. Back to the important question. Here's the thing. All of this influence for Adidas has translated into the bottom, like to the bottom line for them. Yeah. Their growth
2: last year was 60%. Yeah.
0: Nike finished like 20. No, they finished. They were down 16% or something like that. In the hole.
2: Yeah. That's insanity.
0: So I'm going like, that's crazy. Yes, you can make the argument that Nike's still bigger and all this stuff. But yeah. I'd go like, if a big company like Walmart is big, but losing market share isn't right. like, doesn't have the attention or influence right. because Target is doing something mm-hmm. or ob- Alibaba. Or Alibaba, it's obviously not wise for Walmart to just be like, well, whatever, we're still bigger. Right.
2: Right. It's right. almost like they're already dead. Well, okay. They're already dying.
0: It's a bold statement.
2: Maybe. I mean, can they recover? Do they have the DNA? Do they have what it takes? You, I, I, I have the suspicion you don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think like... like I'm totally biased. If
0: someone's at a one spot and they lose that one spot, you don't, you don't think they actually can... Or very few times do they actually go back to the one spot.
2: Historically, and people listening can tell us. Sure. It, Leave if, it in the comments. If they can yeah. think of another time when number one in market share, when they've lost number one, and then they've got it back years later. I don't know for a fact like the only thing i could think of like big 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 companies maybe ford like it was right now sure. like fords are right you know they're blowing up right. and through the recession they did great they didn't take a bell out right. but I maybe they weren't number one before though i don't know i'm not sure
0: well i mean they they started the industry in a lot of ways yeah they did so i mean that guy that guy henry i mean henry you know <laughs> he had a small role oh uncle henry <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but the question is more like about growth and yeah. about improving year on year, like yeah. not necessarily being number one, right? We're talking about who's attracting the most attention yeah. and obviously growth is like simultaneous, but mm.
2: well, or is it, that's yeah. interesting. So like if, if we're going to talk about churches, for instance, I think there's a lot of churches right now that have influence that outweighs their attendance or right. their size. Wow. Right. Keep going. So, ten years ago, five years ago, maybe we can mm-hmm. do that. Um, influential churches—that was—that uh, it would be correlated to church size. Okay. That may not necessarily right. be true anymore. There are a lot of really influential churches that are new right. and young and small relative. I mean, they're still big churches, right? Sure. Average sized churches, just a couple hundred, but churches of five hundred, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. That have a lot of influence in areas that churches of 20 and 30,000 used to have, but don't anymore. Right.
1: And it sounds also like it depends on who you're, who's who's being influenced. Like some of those bigger churches might be influencing a lot of Christians. Sure. And some of those smaller churches with like maybe a larger, you know, web presence. Yep. They, uh they might be influencing non-Christians or that the, their audience is less defined anyways. Or
2: other church staffers like us. So right. like when I go, this somebody goes, Hey, what's like the hottest thing out or what's something cutting edge that other churches are doing. I'm not necessarily looking at like the top 10 largest churches anymore. I'm looking at the new fresh, these guys that are coming up out of nowhere. A lot of them in urban communities in downtown areas that are just crushing the game.
0: Right.
1: Do you think it's harder for the bigger churches to be innovative is it easier when you're smaller?
2: Well, this uh, maybe I'm developing this thought as I say it, but I don't know that I've seen a church who used to be number one in the influence game that has now lost it and regained it.
0: Hmm. The hmm. challenge is out there. Let's go. Yeah. People, Good. Lee has laid down the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know I don't either. either. I mean, I'm, I, I'm quiet because I really am thinking and I'm having a hard time yeah coming up with a church that maybe was in that, si- that situation yeah I don't know
2: I don't know that's fascinating
0: I mean Ray talks about it all the time where he goes like it's hard for anything you know a restaurant that was hot 15 years ago you know typically isn't still hot right I think the same is probably the case with a church but I haven't
2: yeah, but, like, you go to that restaurant and you get their famous menu item, it's still as fantastic as it sure. was. It's still great. The quality's still there. Right. It's still right. profitable. It's still killer. Right. But it's not necessarily paving the way or influencing the new guy.
0: Hmm.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is what sounds like our definition of of success, really. Yeah. Like, are you an influencer?
2: Yeah totally not
1: necessarily are you the biggest church but who are you influenced i mean
2: there's churches on instagram that have more followers than they do attendees okay what what the heck is happening is that just other it's not just other church staff people following them like you know (laughs) what i mean right so something's clearly going on
0: yeah 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 and is that translating to real growth
2: yeah i think the jury's still out right so uh, that type of online presence and community interaction maybe we haven't actually seen the full potential of that return mm-hmm. what do you think
0: no i agree with you i mean i i think that you can have a personality it's got phenomenal content a book or a message of some sort and they gain mass amount of digital popularity but maybe their church just isn't well run or maybe their church, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that there are probably some cases kids
2: program sucks and that's a limiter or right. Exactly.
0: So I think there, there could be that, but I do think that the game has changed in terms of where we are going to find our growth Mm -hmm. and how we nurture kind of this digital domain to grow. And I think it's like not just growth in the box, meaning inside our church buildings, but how we grow just in our influence and our impact, like all of that. I think growth has to, I think it has to have some elasticity in terms of how we measure it. Right. Yeah.
2: So there's a Craig Groeschel quote about this. Uh, He said this at a Catalyst one day event, and a friend of mine tweeted it, and I snagged it. Engagement drives church attendance. We need to focus on the 167 hours of the week to engage them for the one hour on Sunday. The game has changed.
0: I think that is so true. I, I, I'm so passionate about what we're doing. I love what we're doing on Sundays, but I think for the established church that obviously has a track record is still seeing growth, even if it's incremental, I think that they have to begin thinking about how they shift attention and resources to the stuff that happens yeah. between Sundays. Like, undoubtedly. Allie, what is all this marketing talk <laughs> Make a business person think.
1: Yeah, I, I reflect on like in the retail world, you know, like you rely really heavy on brick and mortar until, you know, online shopping became a thing. And once yeah. online shopping became a thing, retail stores that undervalued, underutilized online shopping, they got lost. Mm. And then Amazon ate them. Yeah. Like that, that piece for me, like related to the church, is if we fail to acknowledge the potential that we have online, we'll get eaten by Amazon. (laughs) Oh,
2: totally. I heard... uh, Whoever that is. uh, Our favorite um, marketer, Gary Vaynerchuk, I heard him last week say, Uber shouldn't have started Uber. Like, AAA Taxi New York City should have started Uber. You know, maybe Walmart should have started Amazon.
0: Blockbuster should have been Netflix. Oh, my gosh. They were were poised. It was all there. Kodak invented the digital camera in 1978 and they snuffed it oh my gosh it took them 20 years to release the first camera and by then everybody had eaten their lunch
2: so what's that the equivalent for the church
0: here well what is that what do you mean i mean
2: what's next like are are we going to be sitting around going oh the church should have uh, created this initiative
0: yeah, I think yeah, that's I think definitely we're happening. We're already
1: starting. To here's, do that. here's
0: the thing not to deviate so much, but I think what happens in every organization, including church, just like the human body, you have these antibodies yeah. in your body. So, a, a flu, a, a virus enters your body, and the antibodies go to work like fighting anything that's foreign. The job of the antibodies is to go and to fight it, right? Whether it's good or bad. I think it's the same in organizations like churches have antibodies in their cultures and organization that if a good idea comes in, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, the antibodies are like attacking anything that's new or foreign. And I think that's what keeps us from exploring something totally new and different because it's foreign. And when you look at how the Internet is has disrupted just business, you can speak to this. You just you just said it. Look at how it's disrupted retail. That's been a massive disruption, dude. Yeah. I don't think we have our heads wrapped around what that's going to do to the church. Mm. No, I don't think so so either. the level of disruption there is going to be so foreign to us that I wouldn't be surprised if most are just ignoring it or attacking like an antibody, you know what I mean? Yeah, so
2: So where can I get that vaccine, yo? (laughs) (laughs) I don't talk to Allie. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. Right, right. In conclusion, it feels like a good spot to
0: wrap. That was yeah. gold, CJ. All right.
2: Got, in conclusion, I got nothing. I got uh, after that, in, I'm like, In conclusion, I'm good. what CJ said. In
0: conclusion, we're going to be talking about all of these things and more. So here's the thing we still don't really know. Let's be honest. We still don't really know what this thing is. No. So, and we're not trying to pretend like we do. All Church Beats is about is really trying to help start conversations and provide value wherever we can. And for those who are in the trenches, really that we know that we interface maybe with on Twitter and other platforms, just providing a place where we can have discussion about some of these really tough things. All of us in this room love our organizations and want to see the very best for them. And we want to see the very best for their organizations that are creating really great impact. Right. That's a hundred percent. true. So leave thoughts, ideas, questions in the comments, help us make this better. But, uh, Most of all, just thanks for whoever's tuning in and being along for the ride.
2: That's awesome. Cool.
0: All right. Thanks, you guys. Peace out. Peace. Thanks.